Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Executive Producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Athen Wasalan. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadet. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu alaikum. Greetings and may peace be upon you all.
happy May 14, 2023. We are in the number eight tonight, so that's exciting. New beginnings, new knowledge, new wisdom, all kind of new things happening with that eight number swirling. The infinity sign turned sideways. Eight is the, the energy tonight to bring us to a new awareness, a new consciousness, a new consciousness. So thank you. If you're here tonight, you're ready to fly with me into the new consciousness, a new paradigm to heal the mental problems, the mental imbalances. We've got so many mental imbalances in our earth today. And I heard a a quote today when I was listening to um, a video about Mother's Day greetings. It's a beautiful Mother's Day message that I'm going to play part of it for you tonight. And she was talking about the water has been troubled. And rising waters are coming to heal the water that has been troubled. And as you may know, we are like 80% water in this vessel that our soul dwells in. So if you've been troubled or confused or uh, depressed, sickness, any mental imbalance, don't worry. We are coming into, we are into a beautiful season of transformation, of change. All of this is going on now in our planet. So let's celebrate, celebrate tonight, especially as we come into new knowledge about divine perspective and new knowledge about healing um, mental illness and going into a new paradigm of, of psychiatry. I got a, a text from a friend of, uh, about an, uh, with a link to an article about supporting our kids' mental health, okay? So I read this article, and I'm like, wow, I need to bring a show about this because the Most High is giving us this information to remind us. This is a reminder of who we are. We forgot who we are. And this article brings in a reminder of who we need to be. So here's the article, basically. It says, it's hard for parents to give kids the mental health support they need without affordable and accessible mental health services. What what is that again? Okay, that's the old paradigm. So let me read that again because we want to jumpstart from this old paradigm of thinking we cannot give our kids the mental health support they need without affordable and accessible mental health services. Okay, first mistake there in that article for me is reading like, no, that's not true. Because in this period of divine feminine rising, water rising, waters being healed, that statement needs a lot of processing and elimination. And it goes on to say that the United States has a, quote, chronic shortage of psychiatrists, and it's going to keep growing. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That, to me, says the old paradigm of psychiatry is falling, and we need to replace it with, what, a new paradigm. We're going to talk about that tonight. So get ready if you have questions or comments. And that's from Saul Levine, a medical director of the American Psychiatric Association. That name right there should bring red flags galore. The American Psychiatric Association. We're flipping that tonight to bring in holistic psychiatry. 
alternative psychiatry. We don't we don't need any more American Psychiatric Association theories and and uh, uh, therapies with drugs. Okay, so they say the situation is even worse for rural areas. Sixty percent of rural Americans live in an area with a mental health provider shortage. Whoa. I don't know about you, but I lived in a, a rural area for a while, and it was great with all the cows and horses. So I, we didn't need any mental health providers. So you had access to so much nature when you're in the rural area. You just have to be mindful. Remember, remember who you are, where you came from. And so the bottom line for this author, by the name of Jen Zamzow, can you can you really take somebody serious with the name Zamzow? Jen Zamzow, Ph.D., an adjunct professor of healthcare at Concordia University in Irvine, California. That's the suspect right there. But she says, when society doesn't invest in its youngest members, it's not just parents and kids who suffer. We all do. So this Mother's Day, instead of just telling moms what an important job they have, let's give them what they really need, more support. Here, here, here but not from the American Psychiatric Association. We're, we're going to flip that tonight. The whole reason for this show tonight is to flip your consciousness that we need to um, have more affordable and accessible mental health services that the American Psychiatric Association provides. Because basically what that means is more drugs. That's how I read that whole story. More drugs. We don't, if you don't have access to mental health facilities, that means you don't you don't have access to drugs. Even our military servicemen come out of a Vietnam War or any Iraqi War, or any type of war, and with PTSD. And what do they get? Drugs. Most of the time, the VA is ready with a good supply of drugs to treat uh, PTSD or men or women who come back from a war. Mental imbalance is what it is. You were trained to go over there and kill people. What do you think it's going to do to the brain when you have that type of mentality uh, uh, programmed into you? So we have work to do, my brothers and sisters, and this is about divine feminine perspective. If you're a male in a male body, you can certainly have a divine feminine perspective, and that's what we're going to help every one of you this evening, raise your divine feminine perspective. If you're in a male body and you've been thinking you're at war and you got to fight and you don't, you have very little compassion, very little empathy for your brothers and sisters around the world or even in your neighborhood, you need help. And that's what the Divine Feminine is here to do. It's here to give you some help, men and women today. We're celebrating Divine Feminine rising today with the start of Mother's Day. And I had such a beautiful day today. I'm so, so blessed to have uh, these two young men in my life who I burst out of my womb, who are now what I call in a soul partnership. I can't influence them like I did when they were four and five years old. So these are men in their 30s and ones in his 40s. So I have to develop an, I had to develop a new relationship with these young men. So today we had pizza for I ate a whole pizza, but it was a cauliflower pizza. That's where it was my choice today 
for lunch with my two grown uh, young men who partners that came out of my womb. A whole cauliflower pizza. It wasn't a big one, but it was, it was delicious. And I had mushrooms and onions and tomatoes and uh, let's see, what else? Cheese, little cheese on there. It was delicious. And then my oldest son took me to a farm where they were giving away these huge sunflowers. I'll, I'll have to show you the size of these sunflowers uh, during the show for those of you on Facebook. Huge. It was a whole field of these giant sunflowers. It's like the energy there was just so amazing. It was just packed with people because it's a huge farm, probably 100 acres of vegetables and fruit, but they were giving away sunflowers because they had so many. It was a huge field of sunflowers, just mass, taller than me. I'm six, I'm five, nine. So these sunflowers were taller than me. That's how big they were. And they gave you a pair of scissors. You could cut. You, each mother got two today, free. So, um, and then my oldest son and I walked around, took pictures. It was just a beautiful day of mingling with people have, out to have fun in the sun. It was hot as heck. The shady area where you could get a drink and, and some food if you wanted. But so I'm really feeling grateful and blessed to be on this planet at this time and to be able to share days like this with young men who I now have grown into a new relationship and I call them my soul partners, soul relationship partners. That's what they are now. Not my, I'm trying to get out of the mother title because our relationship has changed. Changed. That's what happens when you have grown grown adults as that where you birthed from your womb. So grateful to be here to share uh, about this article that we have a shortage of psychiatric psychiatrists in the planet on the earth, whatever, and they say it's going to get worse. Applaud! It's going to get worse. The old paradigm is dying of psychiatric medicine and help, and the new paradigm is what? Guess what the new paradigm is? I'm going to start playing for you the new paradigm, the new perspective in psychiatric help. Because whether it is men and women coming back from Vietnam or uh, Iraq or any war situation with post-traumatic stress disorder, or whether it's a child who was abused in their home, beaten and, and yelled at and cursed at, mental illness is an imbalance in uh, a lack of love. It really is on a basic level people suffering from mental illness, and that's homeless. Let me not leave out the homeless. There's a lot of that, but then a lot of the homeless are veterans, so we can blend that all together to say mental illness is part of the homeless community, partly because we have a lot of veterans with mental illness from fighting in a war and not being able to cope when they come back. There's no provision for how to blend back into a society that's not at war with you. So tonight, let us deep dive into new paradigm thinking, new paradigm thinking about psychiatry. And I want to introduce you first of all to Kelly uh, Brogan. She was the first woman, she's a holistic psychiatrist, and she was the first woman I heard from uh, about holistic psychiatry. Her story is so interesting because she became very ill. 
she was trained in medical school, became very ill, and woke up to the fact that ah, this is not the way to treat mental illness, the way she was doing it. So she is now living in, I believe, Miami now. She moved from New York to Miami. First smart move she did to, to heal herself. And she started practicing holistic or alternative psychiatry. And that's where we want to uh, we want to think about and see the perspective. Divine feminine perspective is holistic. It's not drug-oriented or uh uh, allo- allopathic traditional medicine. The divine feminine wants to get in alignment with the creator and the universe, love, and healing energy, right? So let me introduce you to Kelly Brogan. I just love this woman. And she has lots of uh, teachings on YouTube. She has a website. You, she has paid. You can, um, you can pay for a lot of her teachings because she teaches a lot. So her story starts, this is a, a lecture she gave about breaking bad medicine. Break, she calls it bad medicine. Okay. So again, this is a holistic psychiatrist, and this is the new perspective, uh, even though the psychiatric association says we're running short of psychiatrists, I say that's a good thing, and that we... Um, and that we should be celebrating this, celebrating the fact that psychiatrists are falling, and yet there's a rise of holistic psychiatrists like Kelly Brogan, B-R-O-G-N, you can look her up. But here's her, her, a teaching she gave about breaking bad medicine, which is where we're all. Tonight I want to talk a bit about mindset. And I want you to imagine somebody that you know who is radiantly healthy. Right? You probably imagine that she sleeps well, she eats well, but she finds she relaxes. I doubt that you envision her waking up to prescription bottles, booting her way through her day with coffee and sugar, and drinking herself to sleep at night. But it turns out that we do have a sense of alignment with what health is. It's just that we've lost the roadmap along the way. So maybe some of you imagine that medication is your safety net. Maybe you need it to function, let alone to feel well. Maybe you've been to two, three, five, 15 different doctors, even expert specialists, and you're bumping up against the glass ceiling of what conventional medicine has to offer because nobody is asking the question, why? Maybe you've tried your hand at integrative medicine. Aren't there great natural complements for all that conventional medicine has to offer? Can't we have the best of both worlds? I'm here tonight to tell you that the only path to true and lasting wellness is leaving conventional medicine behind because this is not just about symptoms, depression, it's about health freedom. But first, I have to admit that I was once a conventional doctor and a regular American. I can still remember my last two slices of pepperoni pizza on 33rd and 3rd. And this was after about eight years of forced sleep deprivation through my residency and fellowship. I was a VIP candy purchaser at the Bellevue gift store, birth control. I never exercised. I dyed my hair black, and I never took time to meditate. The price that I paid was Hashimoto's thyroiditis. So what follows isn't coming from on high. It's coming from literally thousands of hours of research and my own personal journey back from what could have been a chronic autoimmune disease. And what I have to tell you is that I believe that we've been duped. 
that my entire training was predicated on a disease care model that offers patients only one solution, and that's a prescription, and never a shot at true wellness. We have handed over our health, I believe, to corporations that are in bed with government and media and that are loyal to their shareholders, not to you. And that we are buying into a paradigm that is predicated on these notions, that we are born broken, that fear is an appropriate response to symptoms, that we need chemicals to feel better, that doctors always know what they're doing, and that the body is a machine requiring recalibration. So this system is reliant on our being dependent and unempowered. So as I said, if we are wilting, withering plants on a dark, stuffy shelf, yeah, we'll be taken off the shelf and we'll be propped up with sticks and pins. But what we really need, of course, is clean air, sunlight, and clean water. Because this is how plants flourish in a way that we can't replicate synthetically. And it has taken decades of reprogramming to obscure this very obvious truth about ourselves. So I want you to open your mind, if you haven't already, to these concepts. That prevention is possible, and it's not about mammograms and colonoscopies. That medication treatment comes at a steep cost. That optimal health is not possible through medication. That your health is under your control, and that lifestyle medicine sends the body a signal of safety. So when I meet with patients, I seek to resolve the root cause of their presenting symptoms. We look at food intolerances, sugar imbalance, chemical exposure, thyroid autoimmunity, and nutrient deficiency. And most of the time, we can make measurable change within 30 days. And we can do this because I ask them to engage in radical dietary change. I ask them to increase their nutrient density, to decrease inflammatory foods, and to balance blood sugar. I ask them to take this prescription very seriously. And the reason that this works is because food is so much more than fuel, right? It's information. So I'll tell you about a patient some of you may have even heard about already from me because it's such a dramatic example. So she came to me straight from a psychiatric hospital. She was on uh, three psychiatric medications but still having six panic attacks a day, according to her. So she was on her way to electroconvulsive therapy because that's what we do in psychiatry when we run out of ideas. And so she was very motivated to follow my dietary prescription. After 30 days, she came back and she said, for the first time in my adult life, I have not had a panic attack. So at that point, I already had her blood work back, and I knew we hadn't performed any major miracles. We just resolved her dysglycemia. So that would have been very exciting if the story ended there, except for then she got a flu shot. And she was hospitalized for ascending paralysis, which, while acutely resolved, uh, left her struggling with ongoing autoimmune symptoms. And this happened because she hadn't yet put on her thinking hat, the one of radical holism, and the one that tells her that immunity is not in a pharmaceutical product that contains egg proteins, adventitious viruses, formaldehyde, polycobate 80, and mercury. And this has happened to me numerous times where, particularly with antibiotics, when they're prescribed reflexively, without any consideration for effective natural alternatives or for potentially disabling and debilitating side effects. So I ask my patients to begin to think differently, to cultivate a critical eye around consumerism and healthcare decision-making, to hold themselves and their bodies to a higher integrity. And I try to model this for them 
because I have no intentions of ever returning to a life that involves Tylenol, Advil, Robitussin, vaccines, antibiotics, even epidurals, or chemotherapy under any circumstances. And this may sound rash to you, right? But why? Because I think we imagine that we can pull one thread of the web and not move the entire thing. But we're wrong. And it turns out that there's an easier way to heal and to prevent illness. And it involves communicating with the body in a language that it understands after millions of years of evolution with its environment. And so simple, it's almost an act of rebellion to consider this type of lifestyle. And maybe some of you don't consider yourselves rebels. Maybe you like to do as you're told and to conform to expectations. But it's my belief that in this health climate, if you don't access your inner compass, and if you do exactly what your doctor tells you to do, there are very good odds that you're going to spend a lot of your life sick. And that's why we have to look behind the curtain. We have to look at the fact that Western medicine is killing us. And we have to start considering that despite the fact that our doctors are probably very well-intentioned people who put blood, sweat, and tears into their training, we have to start asking who is funding that training. Because some of us are speaking out about the fact that our training and medical education are bought. Unfortunately, in the balance between benefits and risks, it is an uncomfortable truth that most drugs do not work in most patients. So before I read this condemning quote in the British Medical Journal, I had already taken a very deep dive into ghost-written, suppressed, and manipulated data that essentially undermined all of gold standard practice in psychiatry and obstetrics, my specialties. And even the Mayo Clinic begrudgingly agrees that 40% of practice should be discarded. But unfortunately, according to data, it took 17 years for this science to trickle, trickle into your doctor's hands. So this is how modern medicine is not refle reflecting modern science. And by modern science, I mean concepts like the microbiome, like epigenetics, like toxicant exposure, and like biochemical individuality. We are still using a model that employs a one gene, one ill, one pill system of understanding. And the problem is that this model is totally ill-equipped to tell you as an individual how you will react with regard to efficacy and safety to a given pharmaceutical intervention. So I acknowledge that there is a role for Western medicine. If I get hit by a truck, please do not bring me to my naturopath. Uh, but for the most part, pharmaceutical products carry long lists of potential unintended and largely unpredictable side effects, some of which may be disabling and permanent. So I'm going to suggest that perhaps we should relocate our fear because perhaps sometimes it's more dangerous to do something than to just do nothing. Because the medical industrial complex knows that we have a tendency to worry, right? They know that fear grabs us. And they know that if we believe in the capacity of our body and mind to heal themselves when well-supported in vitalism, that we would have less and less need for their services. 
But many of us are walking around, essentially waiting for the other health shoe to drop, right? Our breasts are ticking time bombs for cancer. We're just a handshake or a cough away from a deadly infectious disease. And we just put out all of these little fires with medication after medication. Because the pharmaceutical industry partners with media, and they garner our loyalty through fear. It's as if horrible, deadly diseases are falling from the sky, and they are handing out bulletproof umbrellas. But it's my passionate belief that there is a way to navigate health without fear. And I think it has something to do with empowerment. Right? Because when we make decisions from a place of fear, this myopic place, we may offer ourselves a sense of less disorder, but many times we are engendering much more complex and difficult to solve problems. So these days I partner with my patients and they work hard. They work hard at a time when they can barely lift a finger. And when the prospect of bringing a prescription slip to a Dwayne Reed sparkles like the North Star in their dark sky. But I think that they do it because of my conviction and I think they're also pretty curious about a process that asks the question why. And maybe they feel they deserve to explore that. Right, so these days, I have miracle cures in my practice every week. But when I was prescribing, I never had one. All that I'm doing is helping patients to engage self-education. I'm asking them to start connecting dots and look at causality, right? So if I ask them not to eat wheat for a month, and then they have a bagel, and they forget their ATM pin number and they have a migraine for three days, well good, then we have data. We've engaged in the process of learning about themselves. So I like to think of myself as part of an empowerment movement. I think you can hear the rumble in the doctor's office, in the little league stands, and in the grocery store. We're talking to each other, we're having our babies at home, we're schooling them there, we're growing our own food, and we are finding doctors that get it. And we're doing that because we see that the emperor has no clothes and that government and industry do not have our best interests at heart. In fact, they don't even know what health is. So I'm going to ask you, challenge you, to shine a very bright light on all of your assumptions about the necessity and utility of conventional medicine. I'm going to ask you to challenge your carve-outs because I think that when you wipe these lenses clean, you'll have the opportunity to take back what you've given away. So as was recently quoted on my sister platform, Fearless Parent, everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. Thanks so much for watching. And for more great clips like this, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. So that was Dr. Kelly Brogan, B-R-O-G-A-N. I encourage you to follow her on YouTube if you can. She's an amazing individual. I first... Um, met Dr. Kelly Brogan, and when she was interviewed by Joe Rogan for three hours, I did not stop listening. I actually listened to that interview for three hours. It was so informative, so educational, so inspiring, because if you heard, if you just joined us, Kelly Brogan went through Hashimoto's disease, and she went through suffering and sickness as a, a, med, a traditionally trained psychiatrist. And she woke up through her suffering to realize that she was treating her patients incorrectly. And she had, as she said, she had very uh, recoveries or, or healings when she was prescribing drugs. But once she flipped and started being holistic, her, her, um, her 
customer or patients got well. So we're going to take a break. Uh, let's see. My uh, executive producer is in the studio, and she's going to play some commercials for us. Thank you, Naima Latif, for being here. Uh, and then when we come back, we have someone who's first one in the studio, and I want to continue to share with you the new paradigm of holistic or alternative psychiatry to help our brothers and sisters heal their mental imbalances, mental imbalances. So stay tuned. Are you constantly arguing with your spouse? Are your children misbehaving and acting out? Is someone in your family abusing drugs? Have you been the victim of domestic violence? Are you grieving over the loss of a loved one? Let us help you restore serenity to your life. At Serenity Family Social Services, we understand that good mental health is a result of emotional well-being. Our goal is to assist you and your family in removing emotional distress and restoring harmony and balance to your lives. We offer individual, couples, and family counseling. I'm Howard Williams, CEO of Serenity Family Social Services. Call us today at 312-315-4820. That's 312-315-4820. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago Branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. I'm Viata, your holistic life coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com, and I'm Viato. Thank you for 
be nice that we bring to the table to to heal this planet. We 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 are never going to be at a, a plateau of healing ourselves. Doctor V, I had so many angels helping me, even the drug people helped me with because I was on the limited funds that I've been saving to, to do this for almost a year and a half now. And the people say, it's fine, Mama Bonfire. We, we, we good. We straight. And I said, really? They let, they just wrote it off and, and, and let me go. And I'm, I with the, the amount that I had, I'm like, whoa. Dr. V, I'm telling you, I learned that being out in the earth, the most powerful, powerful healer, even the, the medication that I take, it's not, it's, not, it's not a lot, but it's not really helping anymore. And everything that was given to me during the time that I was there in the rehab, the surgery, all of that, Dr. V, I am recognizing that there was some mishaps uh, involved in all of that. So now I have to go within to figure out how to heal on, on my own with my right leg being four inches shorter, all these other things that, that are going on um, with my body since all of this happened. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why did I create this? Why did I agree to go through this challenge? I haven't quite figured it out, but I do know one of the people, many ancestors on the other side, but one in particular is Reverend A.A. A. Allen. Today you said is an eight. That is one of his numbers, an eight, finity. And to, uh, when I got that, uh, just two days ago, three days ago, I checked my text message. And Miracle Valley family, for those who do not know about Miracle Valley, Miracle Valley, Arizona was created by Reverend A.A. A. Allen, Reverend Asa Allen, here in Arizona. Miracle Valley, Arizona was it is a Bible college, and the energy is still there. And the ones started calling me, and I didn't realize, uh, started calling me from 2006. And I ended up being brought here to Sierra Vista, 19 miles from Miracle Valley, where they put the demolition on hold. All this time, myself and many others that I'm not aware of have been in prayer. Because this place is such a special, special place. And I believe that earthing and, and the miracles that happen in this location is going to be a major, major part of 
particular piece of land. Well, that's I what um, we're gonna we're gonna I, have to do another show on the the Miracle Valley um, transformation yes. that's going on there. So thank you so much for bringing us up to date on that because there's things are happening fast in your area, and um, there's always significance to uh, the metaphysical, spiritual message is always there, especially for you. Thank you for bringing us up to date on that. And um, we're going to do a show on that um, in the near future because that area has so much energy uh, that is speaking to us, especially now. And and that's the same, I think, with every area, but especially um, since Mama AZ is part of our family, our female solution family, blog talk family. Whatever is going on in her area can be shared with us in terms of what we're going through, how we can pay attention to the messages from heaven. The creator is laughing at us, I think, more than anything, because we get caught up in things that are really um, not meant to stress us out or uh, cause mental illness, for one. And that's why today um, we're talking about a topic that, if you just joined us, in fact, we're talking about a topic that I read about in an article about supporting kids' mental health and how uh, the U.S. has a chronic shortage of psychiatrists, which I think is cause for celebration, because as Kelly Brogan uh, pointed out in in the beginning, that we're breaking the bad medicine when we say psychiatrists are short, that's a creator blessing, in my opinion. And then here's just another quick clip about the new paradigm in mental health. This is where we're going tonight, a new paradigm, divine feminine perspective, whether you're in a male or female body. Because the Psychiatric Association is giving us the warning, we're not going to have a lot of psychiatrists sitting evaluating your health and writing drugs prescriptions. We the conscious ones, the nature people, the nature lovers like Mama AZ, my brother Kwame, all of us who love nature, we have the solution. This is a time to be reminded of how powerful we are. Remind, minding our mind coming into renewal. And this is just a short clip on how it relates even to software and hardware. We have different systems in our body that influence our experience of life. Like a computer, we have the hardware and software. The hardware is the nervous system, your immune system, hormonal system. How's your digestive system functioning? If this system is out of whack, your experience of life can appear very scary. And there's old paradigms where we're not really getting to the root cause. There's a large focus on solely software. We just got to fix your thinking, search through your past, analyze parts of you that are damaged or broken. For us to somehow find a solution, people identifying with their software and going, I'm anxious again. I'm a catastrophizing person, perfectionist, jump to conclusions. No, you don't. All people do. All brains do when the hardware is malfunctioning. So we're looking at this vessel of clay called the human biological computer, the human body. And the old paradigm to fix this has always looked at one, especially in the traditional sick care medical system, has looked at one part of the body that has a problem. My stomach aches. Oh, your stomach aches. So you need an, uh, 
a digestive uh, drug or you need a pill for whatever part is ailing you, they focus on one part instead of the whole. So we're now, because the Psychiatric Association says we're not going to have as many psychiatrists, celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. Another sign that we're moving into nature and consciousness more and more. And here's Bruce Lipton, my favorite holistic conscious scientist, to remind us of how nature and consciousness are the solution for what uh, the psychiatric says is a problem, not a problem at all. We're being reminded our minds are being motivated, increased, stimulated, to do what we came here to do. Yeah, there's an interesting story in the Bible. It's called Genesis. And in that story of Genesis, God creates the planet, God creates nature. And as an afterthought, more or less, God created people and put them into that mix. The unfortunate part of that story that's been carried around for the last couple thousand years makes a situation that suggests that we and nature are separate from one another, that we came on our own separate from the planet. Well, this has been a big problem. You know why? because we are actually created by nature. And the significance is, as the fate of nature goes, so does the fate of human civilization. And so how comes the biggest problem is that humans have been destroying nature and precipitating what is called the sixth mass extension of life. People just haven't caught on to the important part. If nature goes down, so does humanity go down, because we are nature. So maybe it's the wake-up call, a wake-up call that actually is a call from a long time ago, 10,000 years ago. The indigenous people on this planet already knew that nature was a garden, and they were here as gardeners to help create the beauty of that garden. Well, let's wake up to that original belief, because that's what's actually controlling our world. We have to stop using the earth and start working with the earth. That's how our evolution will take us into the future. An interesting concept of humans is that we are the smart, intelligent creatures of the planet. The rest is less or even no intelligence, so it just reflects a behavior at some point. But this is not true. As a matter of fact, here's an important point. The human body is made out of cells. The cells are the intelligent part of the human body. We are just a collective expression of cellular intelligence. Well, nature is imbued with all this intelligence. And the fact is this. When we start to take the stance that we have dominion over nature is when our civilization started to fall from grace. Significance why is we are nature. We are not the controllers of nature. We're the ones that are supposed to learn how to live in harmony with a garden. Simple fact. A garden is not a battleground. But look what we did. We turned it into a battleground. A garden is the height of cooperation. And this is what nature is asking humans to do at this moment. Wake up and start learning to live in harmony and cooperation with nature. Well, guess what, folks? You've been looking at yourself as a single entity, a single organism, but when you look in the mirror and you see that single organism, let me adjust their understanding, and that is this. A human is actually a community of 50 trillion human cells. In fact, there are even more cells. We call it the microbiome. You're covered with 10 times as many microbiotic cells, such as bacteria and fungus, and these are part of our life. Guess what? You can't live without them. So today's definition of a human is not just the human cells, but all the microbiota that live with us, because without them, we will not survive. And human health, we're not talking about the individual health. We're talking about the health of a community of those 50 trillion cells. And then I go, well, they are miniature people, these cells. Why? They have all the same functions that you have, respiration, digestion, excretion, nervous system, even immune system. 
And so what's really important is your health is not based on one cell. It's based on 50 trillion cells living in community. And the significance of all that is that who's organizing this community? And it turns out the brain is organizing this community. And the significance is very clear. The brain doesn't tell the digestive system how to do its job or the heart how to do its job. The brain is coordination. And if we screw up this coordination, then the community begins to fall apart. So it comes down to a simple fact. Harmony in the community is health. Disharmony in the community is disease. And all of a sudden it says, if we want to heal ourselves, we don't have to worry about the genetics of the individual cells. It's actually the consciousness, the government, by which 50 trillion cells are living their lives. How are your thoughts in space? Are they positive? Are they negative? Why? Because your thoughts are a political voice for 50 trillion citizens under your skin. And when your thoughts are in harmony, so is that community. So let's look at health in a different way. A political situation versus a molecular genetic situation. It's the politics of health that we understand. You know, when I was a professor in a medical school, what was I teaching? I was teaching about this organ system and this one, the respiration system, the digestive system, the musculoskeletal system. We looked at all these as little independent systems to study. But guess what? Over time, we learned something very important. You cannot study an individual organ alone. It's a process of community where all the organs are integrated together. So there's a whole different approach today. It's called systems biology. I'm not just studying the heart. I'm studying the heart in relation to the brain, the heart in relation to the gut, the heart in relation to our behavior. So all of a sudden we start to see that every organ system is connected to every other organ system and they work as a system. So the beautiful new view is not to study how a single organ works because it's connected to everything else. And as a result, if we understand the interconnectivity of the organs, then we can understand the whole process that comes out of the human. So we're going from reductionism, studying the pieces, into holism, studying how all the pieces come together and create a whole. And that knowledge is empowering. And if you understand it, you can have more power in creating your life. So when you approach someone who you might observe is a little uncomfortable in their skin, what might be called mental illness, or they just are in a state of stress, maybe. The advice from Bruce Lipton is we have to stop looking at the pieces of the person, say the brain, what's going on, but looking at the whole person. What's going on in their body? What's going on in their emotions? We can no longer follow the dictates of a psychiatric association that for many years has thought a drug is going to fix a person's mental imbalance. We are in a divine feminine wake-up call, and it's time for us like this flower. For those of you on Facebook, I brought out my sunflower uh, that, I, that I was given free at a farm today for Mother's Day. This is just the most amazing plant. Look at the size of this. This is almost as big as my face. Look at that. And when you look into the sunflower, the, the intricacies, amazing flower, plant, just the center of this plant is representative of a universe around us and in us. The pattern of the sunflower 
is just amazing. Looking up close to this, there's a pattern of the whole universe. So I had, uh, Francis was asking, I hope everyone had a marvelous day. This was my marvelous day <laughs> to get this amazing sunflower. We actually got two of them. My, my oldest son took me to this farm. We could have picked more vegetables and all that, but I wasn't interested in the food so much as this plant. I wa- we walked about uh, 10 minutes just to get to the other side of this farm to get a free sunflower. And as I said, these sunflowers were, t- were taller than me. There was just a whole field of them. So I have pictures uh, on my phone. But this experience, is what reminds me and helps motivates me to to share with you the value of getting into nature and developing consciousness. When we know, as Bruce said, there is power, 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 when you are consciously aware of nature's energy to heal, of nature's uh, representation to give us insight into this great big cosmic universe that we live in. So um, tonight is what we're exploring uh, about divine feminine perspective about mental, I don't even want to say illness, I want to say mental imbalance, because again, we're talking about the whole system is out of balance. The brain, he said, is coordination. And when there's disharmony in the community, the body, that means the brain's not coordinating correctly. So what one pathway to get everything back in harmony and balance is to fix the body and fix the emotions because energy in motion is what will bring uh, a shift in the homeostasis or any chemical uh, uh, energy movement in the body. It's going to be affected by your emotions. So those people we encounter in our lives who have mental imbalance the solution is love. The solution is love for this body, appreciation for this body, respect, and, and acknowledgement and recognition of the whole body, not just the brain being out of coordination or out of balance, but the whole system is not in harmony. So our divine feminine perspective and consciousness can tell us that we need to show love to people who appear to be out of harmony and out of coordination up here on the head, we can show more love, not more drugs. And that's what uh, Kelly Brogan's message is from her experience of being trained in a traditional psychiatric education to moving into holistic psychiatry is that um, we need to recognize the whole person. And that can include talking to people about their past. We're going to talk. We're going to have uh, 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 some information about the past, the present, and future of integrative psychiatry, because it's important that we look at where we've been and where we are now, and how there's a better, brighter future to help the homeless, to help the PTSD. Uh, so many things, so many areas that have been neglected in a wholesome, integrative way, we have an opportunity now as divine, feminine, rising, 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 uh, help and support our brothers and sisters 
in a, a, a more holistic perspective. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I have a hand up. Um, Have you ever dreamed of going to exotic places, meeting fascinating people, enjoying uplifting music, and spending nights in a luxurious hotel? Do you look forward to a relaxing vacation where you can walk along the beach or sit in a quiet park and enjoy the sunset or sunrise? Whether you're flying around the world or driving across the country, we will share travel tips that will help you stay safe while you enjoy the journey. Join me every third Saturday of the month, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, and move around with Deborah here on the Female Solutions Show. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325, and press 1 to speak. morning a struggle to get out of bed into the swing of things well don't worry you are not alone join us for thought-provoking stimulating and mindful conversations on higher learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness session on blog talk radio the female solution Mondays 7:30 until 9 a.m. be sure and send your ideas thoughts comments and suggestions also if you'd like to be a guest on the show visit Zelda Speaks and send us your info. We'd love to have you. Experience mindfulness moments with the mindfulness slash stress relief coach, Zelda Speaks. And thanks for sharing the mindfulness moment tip of the day. Stay on purpose, stay empowered, and stay tuned to your next session of mindfulness on higher learning with Zelda Speaks. Make it a mindful day. And thanks for listening. Hey, it's time to take charge of your health. I'm Viata, your holistic life coach, and every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, I'm here on The Female Solution to empower you to make choices that will assist your evolution to abundant health. 
I'm also blogging every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time at Soul Purpose Healing, where I bring you a spiritual chiropractic adjustment to bring you back into alignment with our Creator's love, compassion, and wisdom. Join me every Friday morning at 8 a.m. and Sunday evening at 8 p.m. for a time of unity, enlightenment, and love vibration. Shalom.
the thing that I'm looking at, and I'm grateful that you chose, you know, mother, because mother is a nurturer. And on Mother's Day, it's about influence. Because the thing that we're, we're looking at, and even when you're talking about uh, the part about how we have to look at our children and what, what, what are we dealing with with mental illness of the children, and then the whole shift of the psychiatric association. Because the whole concept of psychology is what Freud and others and creating what they took from the kinetic, which was the sap, the life force, the breath. It's the sap, psych means spirit or soul, from the spirit, because we're talking about the whole person, so we always say spirit, mind, body. Spirit entered in so that the mind could grow the body while it was in, in conception. That's what the spirit connects to with the with the egg and the sperm. That spirit enters in that black dot, that black hole creates the, the being that becomes the humans that are talking now. And so what we are looking at is that part of that disconnect because that's what we are looking at. The, the mind is disconnected from the spirit. The thing that's happening is, and, and Mama AZ is on point, is that we have to get back to, to our mother and Irving because we have been disconnected. Urban means you are bad, or now we're looking at you are in this bandwidth of more pollution, more disconnection of the mind circuitry. And this is what they're doing with the technology. And so what we're looking at is, how do we get the mind to reconnect? Because the child conceives, and if his environment and the mother's in the right stages, she will produce it the best of a being. But if she's in a pollution or toxic or she's not being nurtured or fed the right food, the child is being nurtured and is being already prepared to come out into a planet that is disconnected because it was not nourished right. And the spirit wasn't being fed right. And those are very important parts of our, our mental illnesses that we are we're looking at. Because what we're being challenged by, we're looking at the transhumanism. And we're looking at the whole part of how can we distort the frequency. We, as humans, have a nervous system that has what's called astrocytes. Astrocytes are even more than the, the neural net, but they are the key part of our cellular level that takes us into our astral plane or, or to our enlightenment to transport outside of our being with the spirit. And so we have to begin to understand this disconnection and reconnection, and this is why the indigenous teaching is so important. Because now with them perceiving what they call uncivilized or or paganism or this 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 uh, culture that was not acceptable, now they're finding out that this is what the people of the land had that connection and they kept their spiritual connection. They didn't disconnect. They were forced into it by the missionary schools and the other things that they did to them. But now they're coming back around and saying, we've got to study these indigenous teachings because the indigenous people knew how to deal with the 
unseen and the seen world. And now we're now seeing that quantum physics, string theory, all of these theories is science, but the science in, where science ends, spirituality continues. It continues to, to create your curiosity, create science, and when you can go no further in your study of science, you guess what? You got to go back to the spirit. Oh, wow. There's so much in what you just said because what I'm thinking is just we're being reminded who we forgot who we were. And and um, th this is a period excited. That's why this time is so exciting because we're remembering. We're being remi reminded. We're remembering. And we're also practicing uh, what we knew all As these things rise up in the waters that are troubled and the rising waters come to heal, we're we're remembering what you just talked about, and we're like, oh wow, oh I know I knew it was somewhere deep inside me, but now as water bearers in this age of Aquarius, we are coming to an awake a consciousness. That's why news like the, the psychiatric association we don't have enough psychiatrists. Hallelujah, let's move on. We we know what we have to do now. Uh, and Mama AG, is your mic's open uh, with a question? Go ahead, Kwame first. What I was just going to say, see, denial, this is the part that we have been put into, the part of denying who we are. And denial only stands for don't even notice that I am lying. Yeah. We don't even notice that we're lying because we've been programmed with so much media, so much of their teaching, that we're in denial because we don't even notice that we are lying to ourselves. Exactly, and that's why this is exciting times that we're in. If we get out in nature, even nature, the sunflower, oh, I can't get over this one. Even nature is teaching us. Every, everything connected to the, the universal love energy is teaching us now about who we really are. Uh, Mama AZ, your mic is open. You said you had a question, another question. I do. itself to reproduce itself. 
And so what the chiggers are doing is just like with mosquitoes. They, the females puncture you and, and draw out the blood to, to feed their eggs. And so what the chiggers are doing is attaching and feeding all of you because this is the time of the season. They've been hibernated and, and put away for most of the uh, winter. And so what you're looking at is the opportunity for them to attach themselves to a human being and feed off and feed off of you. And that's what they're doing. Okay. Well, the only thing that I give relief uh, family is hot water. And I've been using the peppermint oil, but the, the, the hot water seems to give me more relief, you know, to uh, taking a shower because they really had a, a field day with Mama Bonsweiss. Yeah, but what chiggers is, their chiggers are in the, in the flea family. And what flea deals with is irritation. Irritation and aggravation will increase until, until necessary change is made. And do not ignore the problems that serve you. Okay, say that again, Brother Kwame. You broke up. Say that again, sir. Okay, flea. So chiggers are kind of like in the flea family. And, and the insect family. And so what they are is because they've been biting on you, so they cause irritation. The irritation and the aggravation will increase until necessary change is made. It's trying to tell you, you've got to make some real changes. And you're talking about your, your body and the things that's going on with your body, kind of reinforcing that message and saying, we're going to irritate you to let you know you got to make some changes because if you do not do not ignore the problems, assert yourself. You've got to assert yourself to make that change from within, to help your body and to help you to get to the next stage of where your, your journey is going to be. That's what everything has a message. Okay, I, I, I appreciate that. And, and like I said, Dr. V, and, and the listening audiences to everybody. That last this week, past week, um, it really no no matter what changes I had to go through, there was someone put in place to assist me with my roller wheelchair to get it up in the in that truck and to get it out. And I learned that I must have faith and trust that source the creator has my back and again i cannot put emphasis enough get your buns in the earth family dig a hole that's the next i couldn't didn't have enough energy to dig a big hole like I wanted to, but that's okay. It's coming. You must align yourself with the earth to make those changes are necessary. And then their triggers really said, look here, you got to have faith. You got to change. You got to do, do this by any means necessary. And that was so, uh, 
we are now living in bandwidth of 5G to 10G frequencies in these cities, and we're disconnected from being able with the rubber shoes on, with the asphalt and the concrete. You can't get the energy that's coming through the soil, through the wood wide web. And then what's coming, the sun being blocked by buildings and all the things and the interference. So the distortion is messing with the receiver, which is the human mind. Yeah, and you know, uh, it just remind me of a conversation I had earlier with one of my sons about um, when when you feel depressed, uh, what do you do? I was asking them for some feedback for the show. I said, well, what do you do if you feel depressed or sad? And one of them said, well, I sleep more. They They find themselves sleeping more. So that's a sign. Again, if you have someone in your life who is sleeping more than usual, and maybe you want to take them out and get some sun or walk. And then the other question I was asking them is, do you look at the relationships that you're in, whether they might be contributing to any depression or sadness or or anxiety in your life? Silence. Couldn't, didn't hear a word from anybody. So I know that was a clue for me that, yep, relationships are a big, big factor uh, when you get into mental imbalance, because if you're again, I, last week I played the song uh, by uh, Siley, uh, whatever her name is, the the uh, songstress about I can love myself better than you can, and that's something people have a hard time doing. They're looking for validation, love, affirmation outside of themselves. And the only love you need right is this flower right here. This is love. Out that the only affirmation love you need is that life is still going on in this flower. Bees buzzing around, you can imagine. That's the affirmation we need from nature, not from imperfect human beings. They don't work well affirming other people because they let you down. That's the... The, that's the struggle that many of us are having with many mental imbalances that we, we're looking for validation and we're looking for expectations to be met by other humans. Not going to happen for on the long run. So let us take the advice given tonight and get into nature. And here's another teach. Before we go to the break, I want to play another teaching about um, – Mental, uh, this is integrated psychiatry, past, present, and future, to continue our thought process of coming out of depending on a psychiatric association that will help balance our brain. It's not going to happen. Not to be too morose on this, but I think. You know, we don't want to dismiss all the advances and scientific uh, underpinnings that have been developed and how far we've come. But I think we really need to be able to see that history has something to teach us. And basically, one of the things it teaches us is that because the brain is so complex and so difficult to understand and manage, that we will develop these ideas about how we can approach mental illness that makes sense to some degree and give us some comfort. Number one, neuropsychiatric disorders are 
contributing most to morbidity in the modern world in the United States. As of 2020, depression is the number one disabling condition worldwide, according to the World Health Organization. Medical spending, if we look at medical spending, both institutionalized, active duty military and civilian, we see that mental disorders have far outpaced the next competition and, and this spending is accelerating. So in 10 or 15 years, probably the spending for mental disorders will be twice that of the next edition. As we understand the profound lifelong implications of early life trauma, this becomes something that could shift and potentially dramatically change, should shift and potentially dramatically change our approach to all mental illness. I mean, if you go into a community mental health center, it seems unusual to find someone who doesn't have an A score over five. And this is one of the great flaws. The problem and the reason why the DSM is not built more centrally around trauma is because it creates a shift that moves us from a biological perspective that there is a chemical imbalance that we and we alone can master and treat to an understanding that people's life experience changes and alters their trajectory and that it's incumbent upon us to not only to relate to them and their life experience and trauma, but also to figure out ways to prevent it. And I think we're doing horrifically in both of those. We're losing ground in mental health. Our culture is toxic and debilitating. And, and I think as psychiatrists and mental health professionals, we need to be advocates for that type of change. We have no interest in defining what the health and mental health is. And as such, we have little ability to practice prevention. Talk therapy works, but has little true support or philosophical inclusion. And our medications place us in a fight with homeostasis. So that basically, when you introduce a neuroleptic in someone, their body and their brain does its best to create more dopamine and more dopamine receptors. So I think the future for mental health is understanding that the body is damn important. And I mean, this should not be a revolutionary insight. And the fact that inflammation is going on in the body, it affects the brain. If gut function is impaired, it affects the brain. You know, that if diet is poor, it affects the brain. That if our water is polluted and our air is polluted, it affects the brain. So this is important and this is crucial. And this seems like sort of common sense. Our grandmothers could have told us this, but we're going to discover it. Psychiatry is, is on that path to discovery. And that new paradigm is opening up from here. I think this new paradigm is going to be one that honors the psyche in ways. And it's going to be a paradigm that moves from a model of suppressing the psyche with antidepressants, antipsychotics, and, and medications that blunt awareness and blunt capacity to a new model that is an evocative model that calls through and respects and honors all that we are and all that we can be as colleagues 
and uh, collaborators for the people that we're working with. So there's kind of that was kind of a summary of past, present, and future. Uh, the complicated nature of the body-mind connection and how, how nobody really has the answers. And yet uh, he mentioned some key areas that we can, in the future, pay attention to. One, the ACE score, the adverse childhood experiences. We've talked about that on this show before, how the ACE score was an experiment done to establish how disease in a person, adult person's body is affected by adverse childhood experiences. So that's why I want to, you know, emphasize always about being good listeners, being better listeners to people who demonstrate a mental imbalance. Because all it's saying is that, the, as, he, as he mentioned, the physical body is out of balance, first and foremost, when there's a display of mental imbalance. And it could be a trauma. Uh, as recent as a war experience, or it could be a trauma from birth in the womb. And so it pays for us to start being more attentive to listening to people's words when you're talking to them, whether you see them on the street, homeless people, just listening and being uh, a, a vessel of love and compassion. And, and helping our, our mentally disturbed, mentally imbalanced people just see love and compassion, which is if they're the trauma, if they've been in traumas all their life or in a recent experience, that's what they need most. So uh, we got to go to a commercial break. Um, Kwame, did you have a comment before we go to the break? Yeah, and the key part that I heard of what he was sharing, yeah, the A score is important, but he said, Grandmothers once did. Yes, yes. The grandmothers and grandfathers were the therapists in the community. Right. We don't have grandmothers time, and we don't have that grandfather's guidance. And so these are the keys that we're saying because they have to go back and look. This is how we will counsel at the kitchen table university and, and, and sitting down those young girls and those people and, and looking at those things that his grandmothers were of and great-grandmothers, this is the part that we're not at. Because grandmother nowadays is, is just 15 years younger than the, than the child. That's true. That's true. I mean, the child is 15 years younger than the mother that right. becomes a grandmother. Right. And they don't have the wisdom um, that that child may need. And, again, it points to the village. It takes a village to raise a child. And so there can be, I'm sure people in the community, we have to um, teach our children to respect all elders in the community because there could be an elder in that community who could replace or fill in for the missing wisdom of a grandmother. So there's a lot of work to be done. I know um, our executive producer, Naima, is working on the Peace School, which I think will be of, of a great benefit to our society, to our, our earth family, global family, because we'll be teaching these uh, important principles we're talking about to. Two weeks ago, she was made 100. Okay. Right. And if she's able to kill function, then oh, we need to hear from them. <laughs> 
I know I have a centenarian in my uh, life, this man who's 100, he's just turned 101. He has great conversations. Uh, the only problem I had was him, he kept trying to convince me to take a jab like he was doing. And no, thank you. You're all, he's already blind in one eye and pacemaker, diabetes, all no problems for But he's a good communicator, but lacking a little wisdom there. So we just have to be discerning on who we should listen to at that stage of their life. Uh, Naima, the piece, your mic is open uh, whenever you're ready. Um, if you want to play the last commercial for the evening. Oh, man. God sent the monthly sun bill today. This sunlight is really expensive, especially during this season. I'll probably have to work overtime to pay it. Well, you better pay it on time. We don't want the sun to go out and we're sitting up here all day in the dark. Wouldn't it be terrible if God charged us for sunlight? Well, thank God, the light and heat from the sun is free. So why are we paying such high bills for the energy we use in our homes? Because we don't know how to use solar energy, the free energy from the sun. You can convert your regular home to a solar energy home and save tremendously on your electric bill. Take a look at your electric bill. Wouldn't you like to reduce or possibly even eliminate that cost altogether? Let one of our solar consultants show you how. Call today, 312-849-3456 and schedule a free consultation. That's 312-849-3456. live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant. Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. We have an opportunity to transform the whole global society in the next 50 years. 50 years from now, the earth will be populated by a new generation of adults, many of whom are yet unborn. Our mission is to nurture them in childhood with love, guidance, and protection, and to raise them in healthy, happy families. If we impart values of compassion, generosity, and respect for fellow human beings in the next generation of children, they will create a world where people can live together in peace. This is our goal. Be a part of the transformation. Get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. Go to www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com.
very important to um, look at the um, the positive connection, the connection of body, mind, even the gut. You mentioned in that last audio about the gut function, the connection of body, mind, even the gut. You mentioned in that last audio about the gut function. If the gut function is out of balance, the army is weak as they try to do with these jabs, the next brain is not going to be functioning well. And so here's one more reminder of um, integrative psychiatry as the key in the future to helping our brothers or sisters who are struggling with a, a holistic imbalance in their body. Do psychiatrists actually help? Do they only prescribe medication? Well, let's take a look. So over the past couple of years, the interest in mental health has been growing because a lot of us have been struggling with anxiety or sleep issues and stress. So there's this burgeoning interest in um, psychiatry and psychology and mental health as a field. So in this video, we're going to look at a new wave in mental health, which is called integrative psychiatry. If you want to learn how to improve your mental health, then go ahead and subscribe to this channel. I'm Dr. Nishi Bhopal. I'm a physician specializing in integrative psychiatry and sleep medicine, and I'm also the founder of Pacific Integrative Psychiatry, which is an online integrative mental health practice in California. Before we jump into the video, I'd like to invite you to sign up for my free holistic mental health mini course, which is all about natural ways to overcome anxiety and sleep issues. So the link to the course is shown on the screen here and also is in the video description under this video. This is episode one on understanding integrative psychiatry. So let's talk about that. Like what is integrative psychiatry anyway and how is it different from regular psychiatry? Well, I'll just preface this by saying that psychiatrists are medical doctors, so they're different from psychologists who are usually PhDs or PsyDs or therapists who have other types of training. So psychiatrists are medical doctors. We went to medical school, and then we did additional specialty training in psychiatry. And our training is all about understanding the medical underpinnings of mental health. Um, sometimes we help people with medications or we help people get off medications. So the difference is, though, with integrative psychiatry, it really takes a whole-body approach. In conventional psychiatry, the approach is usually to match up a medication with a person's symptoms. And that can be helpful in many cases, just to kind of quiet things down so people can function better. But integrative psychiatry takes things a step further, whereas in conventional psychiatry, we're asking, what are your symptoms? In integrative psychiatry, we're thinking, what are your symptoms? telling us and what else do we need to be looking at so the integrative psychiatry approach is really a whole body approach so we're taking into account everything that could be affecting let's say anxiety or sleep so this includes things like gut health like your nutritional levels your micronutrient levels it includes your sleep i'm a sleep doctor so i like to look at sleep quality and if there are any sleep disorders that could be contributing to mental health and vice versa. Integrative psychiatry also includes other types of therapies from yoga or Ayurveda or traditional Chinese medicine. It brings in elements of mindfulness and meditation and acupuncture. So it really encompasses all of these traditional healing systems that are really, really restorative to the body. So integrative psychiatry does not reject conventional psychiatric approaches. Integrative psychiatrists like myself may use medications when appropriate. We also 
get off medications when appropriate, but we also bring in these other healing modalities. And what's really interesting about this is that it's not a brand new approach. This is actually a very ancient approach to health and healing because a lot of these traditions come from uh, ancient systems of healing like Ayurveda, which is the system of healing from uh, India that is like 5,000 years old or traditional Chinese medicine. So kind of like what's old is new again. And we're seeing that the modern science research is actually catching up to these old practices. And we're, we're learning more and more about how these are actually very healing and restorative and are evidence-based. In my practice, we also have a functional nutritionist. So she helps people with the gut-brain access. And again, this is another really exciting area of research where we're learning more about the microbiome and how the composition of your gut microbiome affects mental health. And there's a constant communication between the gut and the brain. So the functional nutritionist in our practice helps people kind of restore their gut in order to help improve their mental health and their sleep. One thing I think is wonderful about integrated psychiatry is that you can talk about this stuff. You can talk about the gut. You can talk about nutrition and supplements, and your integrated psychiatrist will know what you're talking about. Because we're actually not trained in a lot of that stuff during conventional psychiatric residency. So integrated psychiatrists have done more training on these things or maybe have their own personal experience. So the difference between that particular psychiatrist and Dr. Kelly Brogan, Dr. Kelly Brogan does not use any medications in her practice any longer. No more pres prescription, whereas there are some integrative psychiatrists who still believe that she, you can prescribe medications uh, when you need them, when, you, when they decide or discern that they're needed. So uh, that's up to the individual. We don't want to just lay out there that I never, ever use medications. I don't personally use medications. But some professionals, even in integrative psychiatry, feel like uh, medications are needed in some situations. My, my caution for that, and, and, and um, always be careful that many of the psychiatric medications we who you might think are helping you when they bring out the prescription pad, but always, always, always look up the side effects. And your situation could be very different from the next person they're prescribing, whereas you don't want to go near any drugs. Now, we want to end this, I want to end this show with um, a prayer of sorts from um, a woman I heard earlier, Dr. or Audrey Scott Williams is her name. This is such a beautiful uh, prayer at the end of this long teaching that she gave with uh, my friend Rob. And so I want to play this um, so that we can really give thought to the spiritual elements here today on Mother's Day, feminine, uh, the feminine energy we're looking at. And this is a great uh, presentation by Ra and his guests. So let's listen to the announcement. And so, how uh, can women who may not have children from intangible sense, uh, because, you know, we, we, we want to remind, you know, the many people possible that they can align with that divine feminine energy, particularly women, but also men can, can do that for a point of, Listening with them, being quiet, um, having a meditative practice, a mindful practice with them, just shutting down the, the multi mind, if you will, the, the analytical battle, listening with them. But let's come back to women. How can women who maybe don't have their own children, uh, biological children, um, who are listening or watching?
watching, how can they still express that divine mother within themselves? Uh-huh. There are a couple of areas I would talk about. First, being being the divine mother or being accessing that feminine energy. You know, one of the things that we have to do is have our spiritual practices. We don't have to, but it certainly helps. As you mentioned, the meditation, uh, walking in nature, relearning how to breathe properly, uh, you know, making sure you're, you're taking care of your body. Uh, there's so many different prayer, you know, so many different ways that we can, can strengthen our inner core by using these um, opportunities or techniques. And then for those who don't have children, uh, I think just remembering the way you nurture so many people, you know, uh, it may be children, it may be, gosh, I, I've got a friend who um, was never able to have children, but she has uh, uh, animals, and she has dogs and cats, you know, and oh my gosh, I've never seen anybody mother anybody more than, than, she, than she does. And, you know, we, we also have friends who have gardens and think about the way they treat that. But also, remember, you know, the outward expression is simply a reflection of what's inside. And so I think if we continue to build our own spiritual base inside and, and do the work that we're called to do, it takes time. You know, and I say that to everybody, when you enter a, uh, you decide to, to start working on your own inner self, you know, don't expect to do a week's worth of work and then find everything is open, you know, to you. It may take time. And as you do, in terms of a mother's, this being Mother's Day and all of the feminine energy expressing uh, through this outlet, remember that to breathe into it. And as you do, you'll become aware of all the ways that not only you nurture, but others have nurtured you. So we form this sort of feminine chain. And we can work together to care for each other, to care for our community, uh, and to, to care for especially the earth itself. I was getting ready to talk about mycelia. I never, I don't know if mycelia has a, a masculine or feminine orientation, but it's certainly giving life all the time. It's this web around the planet. When something happens in one place, it rushes all the energy there, and it heals that part of the world. Uh, well, I wouldn't think of us being that way as, as, as feminine energy. We're constantly alerted to where there's an opportunity to, to you know, keep our children in line, uh, to keep our community in line, to keep our, our mother nature in line. So we give of ourselves that we might, life may continue to flourish. And so that's how I look at it, that's wrong, that every person on this planet right now who is in a feminine body, that we are the embodiment of creation. And we get to breathe that into reality in the best way, the best expression that we know how. And I think as long as we're continuing to evolve ourselves, uh, to do the practices to help us to grow and to emerge, then we will be able to do, play that nurturing role, if you will, or to fulfill that nurturing role, to make this world a better place. I honestly do believe that. And I believe that that doesn't separate who is a physical mother versus who is a nurturing mother, nurturing energy for others. It's all one flow. Let us breathe into our experience. 
minutes right now. Let's just take a moment and just take a deep breath. All of my sisters right now. Brothers, you can do the same thing, but I'm speaking to my sisters. Breathing in. Continuous in us. The fluidity, the water is moving through us. To the light of the sun and the moon flowing into us. To the energy of all of nature feeding us. And see the divine creative creativity, which is our expression into the world. Slowing down, allowing all of that energy to flow within us, that we may nurture and create and uplift all of humanity and the earth. Let us dare to be great. Let us dare to be in the power
Father's Day um, uh, presentation. Let me see what the name of it is. Uh, Mother's Day dedication. Mother's Day message, the dear part of a mother with Audrey Scott Williams on YouTube. If you want to find out more, I'm sure there's a link in there to find out more about her. Mama AC, you have uh, final words? Yes, ma'am. There were some earthquakes in Cali, California. Oh, Um, yeah. It came in on my news feed today. And thank us for this very timely show, Dr. V. I appreciate this is like, uh, how do you say, the whipped cream and the strawberries on my cheesecake. And I love my cheesecake. So thank yes. us, family. Thank us. Thank us. And, and I would that you're going to see earthquakes in maybe Baltimore, Washington State, and California. Because they're doing some real weird, weird evil uh, legislation passing that is just beyond understanding. Except when I think about the return of the gods and how these uh, evil spirits have returned, they're out of alignment with the Creator's love, compassion, and wisdom. So, yeah, earthquake in California, yeah, they've done some really crazy stuff in California, along with Washington State, really weird, and Baltimore even. Ah, just watch out, keep your eyes open, and just keep shining our light and doing what we do, bringing up our brothers and sisters back into alignment with the creators. Love, compassion, wisdom. Victory has already been uh, planned and manifesting even now today. So everybody have a great week. Uh, see you tomorrow morning, Monday morning. Mindfulness will be doing some breath work and stretching and on the female solution. So join us there. And we're going to say uh, goodbye now to our global, our beautiful global family. We've come to the end of our show today. And you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution. Today's show on the female solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash the female solution. Leave your comments about today's show.
With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.